this is Marty St. Louis. Hey, this is Joe Beninati. Hey, it's Danny Briere. Hey, everybody, this is John Forklund. Hey, this is Jack Edwards. And you're listening. You're listening. You are listening to the Tomahawk Roundup. All right, so what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by Chase Berger of the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. Chase, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Really excited to have you on. Uh, obviously, really excited for the future of the Penguins organization. So you played your NCAA hockey at the prestigious Penn State University. Obviously, the whiteout, crowds, the noise. Um, what experience was that like for you as a player, as a Nittany Lion on the ice in that such an incredible atmosphere? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm from Missouri, uh, so I didn't really know kind of what I was going into when I went in, but uh, just the Penn State community in general is so dedicated to their sports, and uh, you know they, they just love they love hockey. Actually, they love football too. But you know, playing playing in front of those crowds and you know the energy and passion that you kind of received not only on the ice but away from the rink was you know it was contagious. And uh, I think just about everyone that that wears that logo is really proud of it. And um, you know, it was an honor for me to, to play there for four years. And that's a really big thing that I hear from guys from Penn State. It's the whiteout, um, it's the, the, the chance, the we are, and then the whole crowd roars Penn State after the goals. I mean, as a, as a guy who doesn't go around, go around with college hockey as much as I do pros because I'm in Chicago, it's a, it's a, it's a different environment and it's an energetic one that I have to check out when I'm up in Pennsylvania or somewhere in the Big Ten for sure. So, what have you learned from your time in Wilkes-Barre Scranton, and how has it helped you evolve as a player? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I learned a lot. Uh, I, I really uh, liked the coaching staff uh, last year. It was uh, Mike Vellucci, who's now actually up with Pittsburgh. But um, you know, pro is a different game, I think. And you know, for me, I kind of learned, you know, in order to make it and, and do well, you've, you've got to understand your strengths and your weaknesses, and you know, you're, you're going to be given a role and, and you've got to do everything you can to uh, exceed at that role. And, and uh, you know, I think a lot of times some guys have problems with either accepting a role or finding, you know, where they're going to excel. And I think for me, uh, the coaching staff was really good at helping, you know, develop all the players, but also kind of provide them with, hey, this is your path. This is how you're going to, you know, keep advancing because um, this is your skill set. Um, and so for me, it was really, uh, you know, it was really good to have a clear path of who I want to be and, uh, you know, how to, how to develop and get there. And that's, that's the big thing when guys make the jump from either juniors to NCAA or from college to the pros, it's that next level. How do you peel the onion with your game on and off the ice more? Yeah, I think a lot of it is, you know, some luck gets involved. You, you got to get put in the right situations. Um, and also, I think just preparation. I mean, I think you got to be prepared to be put into any spot. Like, I know for me, I signed with Wilkes-Barre uh, out of college. And, um, you know, my first, you know, I think I played six games at the end of the year. And I, I'm a natural centerman, played center all last year. But my first six games, I was playing right wing, left wing. I didn't play center once. So you kind of, you know, you just got to round out your game in every way possible so you can eliminate your weaknesses and, and just be ready to uh, step into whatever situation you're thrown into. Yeah, and and, and, you know, and that jack-of-all-trades... Oh, go ahead. 
just saying that's you know that's why it's working after practice, all that stuff, repetition, and make sure you're ready for your opportunity. And that jack of all trades mentality is what gets guys there. I feel like younger hockey players they pigeonhole themselves into one position, but the the experience that you're providing us is that you got to be this Mister Versatility, as I call it, when you're going into the pros. Yeah, I mean, if you're not a first round draft pick, you know, you're probably going to have to learn how to do other things and uh, just score goals. I think it's everyone's a goal scorer or whatever at one point but the harder the further you go up I think the harder it is to be you know the top guy and I think uh yeah if you can you can have that jack of all trades mentality then I think you're gonna help yourself get into the lineup and play and then you know once you're in the lineup you prove yourself and Maybe you get up to and uh, start being the power play guy and the go-to guy you think you might be. Yeah. So during your off-seasons in Missouri, you work with a steam trainer in front of the show in Jeff Lavecchio. Take us through his methodology and how he helps guys improve so drastically. I mean, he works with guys like Clayton Keller, Patrick Maroon, yourself. How does how does he work to help guys make their the next step in their game? Yeah, I think Jeff's smart. I think... Um... You know, he, he works really hard uh, for first and foremost. And then also, you know, he's not a, you know, old school thought thinker. I think he's all, always learning. He's got an open growth mindset where he's always trying to get better. He's got the new cutting edge stuff. Um, and, you know, he, he's kind of uh, gotten out of the, you know, back squad, all the standard lifts that maybe we were doing five years ago. And it's a lot of mobility uh, more dynamic lifting, stuff like that. And I think, you know, from from all the experiences I've had, I actually had a great uh, strength coach at Penn State as well, uh, Cam Davidson. But, um, you know, I think that's kind of the way that hockey training is going. It's, uh, you know, you're always learning. It's always new stuff. And I think the best thing that Jeff does is, you know, he's up to date with it. He's, he's staying on top of that stuff. And then, you know, the better he gets, the better we get. And that's the and that's the big thing with Jeff. He really gets gets to that that next step. He's ahead of the curve when it comes to the technology and stuff like you were talking about. For sure, for sure. I mean, it's you know, I think the best technology he has though is his brain. I mean, you know, we you'd see our gym and, and you wouldn't think that it was uh you know, anything crazy, the machines are anything crazy. Uh it's a lot of just free weights and um you know, some weight vests and stuff like that, but it's the way he utilizes it and the way, uh, you know, that's the way things are going where you don't need all this stuff to get in great workouts. It's a lot of it you can do with just uh, a little bit of weight and, uh, you know, the right mindset. Yeah, the right mindset is key to everything. So shifting gears to more of your Wilkes-Barre career, your first professional goal, it's a beautiful wrist shot in a game against the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Take us through the emotions of that goal. Yeah, it was actually at it was a 10 a.m. game. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it was a morning game, uh, so I think everybody was asleep, including myself. So it went. I didn't even see it going. Really, I the goalie was cheating on the right side, I think, and I just went over the glove. And it was a little bit through uh, through a, a big D man was kind of screaming himself. So I don't think he ever saw it, but by the time I knew it went in, I was I didn't even know. I was kind of just kind of looking around, but uh, it, it was cool. Uh, Definitely cool, but yeah, the old 10 a.m. Uh, situation with not a ton of fans there didn't make it uh, 
as exciting as maybe I, I would have thought. Yeah, the 10 a.m. thing, and that's the, that's the interesting part of the American League. I think a lot of guys don't know about when you're in the leagues like the Coast or you're in the American League. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. You've got these 10 a.m. games or these really late games on the on the on the West Coast or the East Coast where there's not a lot of people there, and you just have to show your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. Uh... You know, you're in those leagues because you want to be in the NHL, right? You uh, obviously everyone there doesn't necessarily want to be there; they want to keep going up. So I think uh, you know you've got to rely on yourself and feed off your own energy. Because you know, I'll also say, even if there's not a lot of fans in the stands, um, you know, the, those guys up top uh, are always watching, and um, you know, once you're there, you can kind of control your own fate and. Uh, you play well enough, you can get called up and, and be in the big leagues. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely some games where you got to create your own energy. But, um, you know, I think if you've got your goals in mind, then it's not too hard. Yeah, the goals are key. So the Montreal Canadiens knocked off the Pittsburgh Penguins in the play-in round in the bubble. And although you weren't there, you were, I'm sure, watching the, the, the play-in round in Edmonton in and Toronto. Um, you're a young guy yourself, got a lot of energy and a lot of passion behind the game. What can you bring to the, the roster that'll take the Penguins to the next level if you're selected for the roster? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they got a good team. And I think, you know, it was, uh, it was a bummer about what happened uh, getting that early exit. But, you know, those guys work so hard. And um, I think they'll be right back there next year. So, you know, if I'm a part of it, that'd be awesome. I think, you know, my strengths is uh, kind of like a third-line shutdown center and play PK when face-offs. Uh, so, you know, that's, you know, kind of what I bring to the game. I think they've got a couple guys that do that right now. But, um, you know, obviously, if I'm called upon, I'm uh, very confident in my abilities. And, um, you know, it would be a dream come true. Yeah, so kind of like for Chicago listeners, kind of like an Artem Anisimov kind of guy on the power play making those kind of plays, winning the draws, like a cross between the Ryan Carpenter and the Artem Anisimov. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's and that's a big deal because all these guys, they're like, oh, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, the flashy guys. It's the depth of the team that really makes the team who it is. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah, I mean, I think... Obviously, everyone would love to be as good as uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, but for the majority of us, that's not the case. So you got to, uh, you know, find another way to impact the game. Yeah. So before we head out today, Chase, is there anything else you want to say to our listeners around the country and beyond? Uh, not really. I uh, appreciate you having me on, and uh, you know, like I said, any friend at Jeff Lovacchio is a friend of mine. All right. Thank you so much, Chase Berger, the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. Chase, thank you so much for the time. No problem. Have a good day.